0: It's that time of the month. month! Yeah! You're listening to the Monthly at Winifred's. Here's a full year. Here's a candle! Yes! <laughs> We're back again. Yes! October went really quick! October went so quick, just like every other month. Yes! Oh my This year. Goodness. Oh, wow. Slow down time, please. Yeah, please. Well, actually, speed up to, like... 20, 24, 25, and then you can stop. <laughs> just, I'm happy to jump ahead quickly, because there are things I'm waiting for that I can't wait for. Yes. Um, but after <laughs> that, just, yeah, you can slow right down. Yeah,
1: just slam on the brakes a bit, hey? Because then
0: we'll be approaching 40, and then that's not... No. That's not okay. No. No. Well, it'll be, it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> anyway, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, yes, to our October... Wrap up. Yes. Um, Yeah. It was a month. Full year. Yes. Tell us about your October.
1: (laughs) What happened? Well, to start off with, let's just uh, acknowledge the fact that uh, last month... The day that last month's podcast came out, we went to see JVN.
0: We did. And it was awesome. We did. It was (laughs) awesome. Yes. Yes. They were fantastic. It was so much fun. It was, it was
1: the best. Oh my goodness. Like the amount of times I, like I've never been to a show where someone goes up on stage and makes you feel like you're in a like in a living room just having a chat.
0: Yeah, same. Like it literally just felt like we were catching up with a bestie. Yes, that's, that's exactly how it exactly felt. how how they were speaking to us. Yes, just you know like we were old friends catching up after, you know. A lockdown or five, you yes. know, just yeah, and sharing funny stories. It was it was so cool. It was so good, and they did a little bit of gymnastics I on know! stage. That was so cool. <laughs>
1: that was so. Everybody good. was
0: cheering. Yeah, it yeah. was
1: such a good time.
0: Yeah, it was wonderful, and you got us some pretty fantastic seats. I did. Holy cow! We were very
1: close to the front. We
0: were very close to the front. We were like. Stage, stage right. Um, so, for those who don't know stage directions, that's left. In, if you're in the crowd, um, it's just to the like sort of right-ish, I suppose. Not in, completely all the way over, uh, and four, yeah, we four, were, four rows from the front.
1: Yeah, but we were like we were kind of we were near slightly the, to the side. We were sort of near the middle, but not really. Yeah. Um, but man, good seats, mm. great view. <laughs> I know. And... Oh, man. Like, it was unbelievable to actually see JVN in the flesh. I
0: That was the craziest thing. Yeah. Like, I you know, I I mean, I've only been aware of JVN, like, since... Well, since they did, like... Before Queer Eye, he did these, like, um, Game of Thrones videos. Oh, really? Where he was... I can't remember what it... It had a... It had a the series. It was for Funny or Die, I think, mm. and it had a it had a name. And I someone I'm sure someone listening is yelling it at us. But um, he before Queer Eye, he did these like he's a massive Game of Thrones fan. Wow.
1: Yeah, okay. They,
0: they yeah they are a massive Game of Thrones fan, and yeah they would like cut people's hair, do people's hair, and talk about Game. of, I think it was Gay of Thrones. I literally Gay of Thrones? I literally think it was Gay of Thrones. <laughs> um, yeah, and that so I knew about JVN then, but then. Rediscovered them through lockdown Queer, yeah. and Queer Eye, because uh, that's when I started watching Queer Eye. It was one of my comfort shows. Yes, during COVID. So yeah, and so I never thought I would ever see them in person, and yeah, got to hang out with them for you know, yeah, for an like hour an and hour and a half, half. Yeah, essentially, so good, crazy. Yeah, we had the best time. Loved it. Yeah, I loved it so much. Ten out of ten would recommend. Yes, would do it again. Definitely. Can't wait for for them to come back. Yes. Please come back Please come back Jonathan (laughs) Please (laughs) We love you We love you
1: (laughs) We love you very much Yes Um, The other thing That I will mention That we did um, We were part of The Melbourne Fringe Festival Hell yeah we were For a week Yep And My goodness For me It was my first time On stage Performing Mm. I'm usually The stage manager You are Performing has its own experience, and it I have does. to say I really, really enjoyed it. You did? Lots of fun. Good. Even though I only had one major line, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was still good. Yes. <laughs> um, and I wasn't as nervous as I thought I was going to be.
0: Yeah, it's all in your head. It's all in the mind, oh. you know. <laughs> <laughs> it really is.
1: It really, it really is. is. really was. It, yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful that I actually... Was able to do that and just be a part of it.
0: Yeah, same.
1: It was such a good time, it was so much fun. And I feel like I have a bit more confidence in myself in being able to do other performances if I do so get the opportunity.
0: Yeah, now you know you can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And I have a feeling it has something to do with the fact that I've been talking to a lot of people online for the last couple of years, even though there's no real audience in front of me. I don't get to see them, but I'm still talking to people when I'm live streaming, yeah. when I do my content creating. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that might have helped a little bit. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, but you know what? I'm just glad that it went well. Mm-hmm. The audiences loved what they saw, uh, you know, what they heard. Uh, and, yeah, I would definitely do it again if I get the opportunity.
0: <clears throat> nice. Yes. Me too.
1: <laughs> How was it in your experience, for, your, for you? As really your, good. Because you, you've performed before in the past. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not for a long time, though. Um, but it was, it was really cool. It brought back a lot of memories of, like, high school um, and doing stage productions and stuff and, and doing my drama classes and everything. Like I'd love that stuff. Um, so that was, that was fun to kind of relive that as an adult, um, and feel a little like the first couple of nights I felt like I thought, I would, cause I thought I would be fine. Like I wasn't too nervous on opening night. Um, but I was a little bit. And then on the second night I was nervous because, I had two friends sitting front row and I could see them very clearly. And I freaked out. Um, I didn't make any mistakes. I don't think, but I was so nervous. Oh yeah. I um, had the same thing on the last night. Yeah. Well, cause I, <laughs> the rest of the time I just block. I managed to block out the audience mm. even though I knew they were there. I just, I think I adjusted myself and I got used to it, but I, yeah, I feel like I could, I could get better with more. The more I do it or, um, you know, a friend of mine, uh, is an actor and he's, um, yeah, he does classes from time to time and he's like, well, next time I do one, you should come and do it with me. And I was like, I would love to. Sounds like,
1: sounds like something that we, we should both invest in. Maybe. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think so. Well, I had two, two friends of mine tell me that they think I should, you know, do it again, do it more often, you know? And I was like, that's really sweet. (laughs) I still can't believe I had random people tell me they thought I was awesome. <laughs> that felt nice. I yes. Was like, no, I did something cool. <laughs> yeah. So no, it was it was great. It was so much fun. I had a blast. Yeah. Doing it, being a part of that show, being amongst that cast and crew, and just and the way we ended it with that last night with almost a full house. Yeah. And the laughter's. The laughter, the laughter from everyone. <laughs> uh, it was just, yeah, we definitely fed off that energy. I think. Oh yeah, and we it, did. It was it was a good high to end on. Yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Such a great feeling. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you to Writers Block Theatre for uh, asking Folia and I to uh, be a part of this. Yes. And have this experience.
1: And a big thank you to the audiences that came to support us. Yes, (laughs) yes. Anyone
0: listening that uh, came and and watched us, we appreciate you very much.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Couldn't have been done without you. Definitely not. (laughs) No. No. Um, uh, Okay, so apart from those big major things that happened (laughs) in the last month, Mm -hmm. um, I also got the opportunity to go to PAX. Yeah, you did. Which was a great day. Um, got to see a lot of uh, Aussie developers, especially indie developers, that's cool. um, with their games that are coming out. Um, you know, the big major ones were, of course, Cult of the Lamb. It's doing so great right now internationally. It is such a... It's, it's like a cutesy game, but you're a lamb that's the leader of a cult. And you have to get game followers. And your followers are all cutesy animals. No. But it's like, it's so strange. And it's like, it's so dark as well. Because it's like a dungeon crawler almost. Right. <laughs> it's like a dungeon crawler game. But you're playing as your cute little fluffy lamb. <laughs> oh. Um, Very cool. So they were there. Um, mm-hmm. And I saw a few others that I was kind of looking forward to. And then discovered some new ones that I never thought that I would ever come across. Mm-hmm. I got to speak to some of the de- some of the developers that were there, um, you know, and just sort of gauging what their games are, are about. Um, there's uni students that were there from their own courses that were um, showcasing their games as well mm-hmm. um, as part of PAX. Um, and I feel like it might have been one of their one of their like final assessments as well to showcase right. the game potentially because um, I think it was a, it was Swinburne that were there.
0: Oh, okay. So it was like a
1: group of Swinburne students that were there showcasing their games that they've mm-hmm. been developing at uni, mm-hmm. um, which is really awesome. Uh, and then just you know seeing all these you know different um, tabletop games that I never th- would have thought were a thing Mm. Uh, they had their own section so it was like half of the exhibition hall was dedicated to tabletop gaming and retro gaming on one side and then the other side was all about video games yeah which is amazing Mm. so i really really enjoyed my day at pax it was a long day though on my feet (laughs) so i was very tired by the end of it uh but i would definitely do that again Mm -hmm. Um, so you know the next one that comes up hopefully um, the bigger named uh, gaming companies will come down like you know Nintendo Playstation, Xbox because they weren't there yeah I heard Yeah, so it was a little disappointing not to see them there but um, that's fine hopefully they'll be there next time Yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, And then, yeah, I think the only other thing that I'll mention is um, I have been watching a couple of things. Mm -hmm. um, Watched Hocus Pocus 2 when it released. Yep. Um, It was good. wasn't great,
0: but it was good. Yeah, that sums it up pretty nicely.
1: Um, And uh, I also decided, and because it only just released got watched uh, Gabrielle Glace's Stadium Fluffy. Oh, nice. I am so glad I watched that. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> it was so good. Nice. I laughed a lot. Um, you know, Gabriel is one of those type of people that as, in one of those type of stand-up comedians that actually just goes from, uh, tell stories about his, you know, about his life, about his experiences. Mm-hmm. And that's how he gets his laughs.
2: Mm. Um,
1: because it's what's happened in his life. <laughs>
0: yeah, makes sense.
1: Yeah. And some of the times he gets real, um gets a bit serious, uh you know, and then everybody in the audience is cheering, but looking at this particular show, he is probably one of the only comedians who has done a stadium show. Yeah. Cuz they did it at he did it at Dodger Stadium in LA. And it's a baseball stadium. Mm. When you see the show on Netflix, it is massive. He it was a full house. Wow. They even and, and it wasn't just around the sides where the usual seatings are. They even had seating like on the main ground wow. as well. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. Like he was so humbled to be able to have that experience. And he said that this is the best thing that's ever to happen to him in his whole life.
0: Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Sweet.
1: Yeah. And you know what? It couldn't have been a better person to happen to.
0: Yeah. He's wonderful. He's
1: such a lovely guy. And from what I see on his social media, from, you know, from everything that's from all of his Netflix specials and whatever, um, uh, comedian, uh, comedy specials that he's done he He's hilarious, um, and I am so grateful that my sister introduced me to him mm. back in like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just wow, i I can't believe that i I have actually followed him for so long. He is such a great comedian. I've mm-hmm. seen him live when he came down to Australia that one time <laughs> and uh, I was so glad to have gone. It was so good, mm. um, and I hope that if he does come back down again, I'll definitely go and check him out again for mm. sure. Mm-hmm. Easy, um, but yeah, um, Stadium Fluffy is available on Netflix, so if you do want to check it out, you can. Yeah, um, and I think there was, well, I think there was like one other thing that I may have started watching. Um, but I don't know whether I want to keep that for a podcast
0: call for this week. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: well, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it for that because I've only seen because it's a series. Okay, uh, it's a sitcom, and I only just discovered it, and I've only watched the first episode. Oh, yeah. So it's it's not a new it's not a new series though. It's okay. an old series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave that for a podcast girlfriend because oh. I might watch a few more episodes. All
0: right. I'm yes. waiting with bated breath now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's that's pretty much been my month. Cool. How's your month been? My month. Let me just go back into my Facebook timeline and just see if I, there is anything that I will have forgotten, apart from everything fully as mentioned, because we kind of shared our October's together. Yes, we did. Um. Let's see here. Okay, yes, JVN. Uh, I've been to the movies a bunch of times, of course. Um, So check out a podcast called Fred for all of my movie reviews. (laughs) Um, The other really cool thing I did in October was I went and saw Hamilton. Finally. I'm going to be seeing it next week. Ah! Next weekend. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. It's so cool. (laughs) It's so fucking cool. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I yeah, went went for a, at least a couple of days afterwards just listening to the soundtrack on repeat <laughs> in my car um and at home. So that was that was great. Yeah, seeing it seeing it live and seeing it um like watching on Disney Plus, two different experiences that were both very enjoyable, but yeah, seeing it in front of you is is definitely another level. Yeah. Um for sure. Um so yeah, I very, very glad I got the chance to see that because it's leaving Melbourne soon.
1: It really is. And that's why me and my best friend were trying to like arrange tickets as soon as possible before it left. Mm. So I'm glad that yeah. we were able to do that.
0: <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you, yeah. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, just apart from that and radio data and, uh, you know, I, I took a week off work and that was really nice. Um, so very happy and grateful I was able to do that. I get back. M- one of the first things my manager said to me is like, you need to take more leave because you have too much leave. <laughs> you're above, <laughs> you're above the threshold where we need you to be. I'm like, Oh, all right. Let, let, let me see if I can work on that for
1: you. <laughs> let me see if I can have a holiday. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes. Let me see if I can do that. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was good. And uh, yeah, just, yeah, watching a lot of stuff over the last last month. So um, House of the Dragon has finished now. Mm-hmm. That's done. Um, and I'm happy to say it was absolutely fantastic. And I'm really, really glad that they made this show because, you know, I was hes- very hesitant going in just based on the way Game of Thrones ended and that kind of left a bad taste in everyone's mouth <laughs> for a number of years. Yeah, I mean, it's only been three years since it ended, but, you know, it's still... A sore spot in a lot of people's yeah. minds. Um, so it was really nice to have House of the Dragon, uh, you know, have its debut season and knock it out of the park, really. Like, just brilliant. Um, and then, of course, uh, Rings of Power finished okay, as yes, well. Yes, that's true. So, because that started around the same time as um, House of the Dragon, and then, and uh, yeah, and then that finished the week before. Um, and I'm now obsessed with it yeah. because I want to marry Sauron now. So oh wow! That's what I'm at. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil who Sauron is in the show, mm. but but we are betrothed, and I'm, <laughs> I am I'm going to marry He's him. He's taking the mantle of Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> no, no one will overtake that mantle. Uh, Tom is Tom is forever and always there, <laughs> and then it's just whoever I have on the side. side. <laughs> So, so for the first half of this year, it was Oscar Isaac, and now, now, now it's Sauron. <laughs> um, <laughs> and those of you listening who have seen Rings of Power, you will understand. God damn! Um, yes. I Need to look this person up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're planning on watching the show one day, don't because mm. it's a twist. Oh, the reveal of Sauron was a twist in the finale. Okay. Yes, that's why. That's why I'm not saying the 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 other name the character was known by because I don't want to ruin it for people. Okay. okay. It's too soon, <laughs> and you should watch it because it was very, very good. Okay, yeah. I will have to reactivate my Amazon Prime for that. <laughs> you my password it's worth it trust me um yeah it was it was look that that my my love for sarah on the (laughs) side (laughs) um it was it was very good it was very good um and now i've kind of immersed myself in uh listening to this podcast uh done by these two american guys who are basically just discussing uh, all of the promos for it and hype around it leading up to the show yep. and they kind of have they've interviewed a couple of people and they, they've met with the creators of the show and talked about all of that stuff and these are guys that have been fans of Tolkien most of their lives mm-hmm. so they know their shit uh, and on, as I was driving over here I was listening to an episode where they were like we're going to talk about, we're going to spend like an hour each episode here talking about like the different races in Middle Earth
1: to give oh, you backstory,
0: wow, for what you might need to know for the show, yeah, and then they're going to get into the show, um, and wow, I didn't realize how like, sort of, almost biblical, Tolkien was, yeah, with a lot of like, like because Middle Earth was kind of, it seems like it was really a um, a mythology, I suppose for the United Kingdom that yeah he kind of created but it even goes beyond that and it's like there's like a, a creation story for how the whole planet was created and you know how everyone came to be and all this stuff okay and then, yeah there's a lot of story there yeah. um and yeah and so hearing them talk about that is really fascinating and I am very tempted to try and read the books again very tempted I has the books. You They're do. They're still in this. Regret. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I, yeah, I tried to read them when I was in high school and I, I read most of the Hobbit and I read, I I read, I think the first chapter of fellowship and I struggled cause it's, cause of the way Tolkien just like, he's very descriptive and very yeah. detailed and, yeah um but i want to now that i'm older too i feel like i could give it a go but listening to this podcast has been really nice <laughs> so it's really fascinating i'm like obsessed yeah i'm fully obsessed oh that's good i yeah it was a great show so i'm I'm very happy <laughs> um cool so i can't really think of anything else to mention i think those are those are my highlights okay for uh for october nice um Apart from, you know, an, a, a certain Marvel show that, that finished by the name of She-Hulk. Yes, this is true. Which is done. Um, and that might actually bring us to our, our <laughs> main topic. Oh, it's a lazy segue, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I it's fine. <laughs> I, it's, yeah, it's totally cool. It's totally We're cool. both tired.
1: We've just finished work. Yes. We and finished so, work and
0: we've we've eaten and we're stuffed and some of us ate too much. <laughs> some of us did not. <laughs> and some of us were smart and didn't. Um, yes, but anyway, so, yes, yeah, speaking of She-Hulk, speaking of TV shows in general, um, our main topic for uh, this monthly folia is... The phase for MCU shows. Yes. Yes. Yes, we are going to be ranking our favorite shows now that fa- the phase four run of shows is done mm-hmm. um, uh, Wakanda Forever and I suppose technically the Guardians Christmas special are going to be the last things yeah. for phase four because um, phase five is kicking off in February with Ant-Man and the Lost Mania. Mm-hmm. so um, I thought it might be a cool fun idea to kind of you know because uh, basically this is the first uh I don't know, time we've been able to have a kind of a retrospective on the shows as a whole because yes. we're at the end of the first time, like the first phase of them existing, really, like properly shows in- interconnected with the films. This like, is true, not, yeah. Not like S.H.I.E.L.D., not like the Netflix stuff that's sort of canon now but isn't. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, I thought it would be a good a good chance to kind of just – look back and mm-hmm. and see how the last couple of years has been in yes. terms of marvel's foray into the streaming world so yes yes um so we're gonna count down and you now are we including are we including the animated shows um did look, we, what did we decide I, I didn't know
1: how to rank them that's that's so fair. i decided not to that's fine, because, well, we, because I
0: really did enjoy
1: those two shows. Yeah, we both
0: enjoyed them. Yes. Uh, we both enjoyed them. And especially, I, you know, I've gone on record, I think, saying that there's a couple episodes of uh, What If that are probably better than a couple of the movies that have come out recently. Mm, mm. So, uh, yeah, What If is fantastic. Yes. Um, not every episode was perfect, but there were some gems for sure,
1: yeah. No, it definitely um, gave us a look into what could have been, essentially, with yeah. a lot of the uh, with a lot of the MCU sh- uh, movies that we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed it in its animated version mm. because it it gave us um, it gave I think it just gave us a bit more story, mm. and the just looking at it just looked really nice. And very sort of visually appealing.
0: Yeah, it was a really cool style of animation and, mm. and the use of colours and, and action and stuff was, was really cool. And it was also a really nice kind of poignant way to say goodbye to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Uh, it was his last time performing as T'Challa um, and uh, he actually won an Emmy for his performance. Yes. Which was really cool. So, yeah, there's a lot of love from What If. mm Uh, And shout out, of course, to I Am Groot as well. Yes. (laughs) The cutest little mini series. Uh, You know,
1: of just, you know, little teeny adventures with baby Groot. Yeah. And they were adorable and they were funny and just enjoyable in general.
0: (laughs) Very much so. Very, very much. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We love baby Groot. So hopefully they make more of those.
1: I hope so too. Like, the only thing I, do, I, I have to say that I didn't like about the I Am Groot series is the fact that they've made them separate entities rather than making yeah. it as, like, one little you can't, season. You
0: can't stream it. Like, it's counted as a, as a TV series, apparently, but you can't stream it as a, as a series. Yeah,
1: you can't, it's not like you can sit there and binge
0: episodes. You, it's, have, to hit and, you have to pick the next one. And the
1: yeah, next one. you have to go and search for
0: it. No, oh, first word problems, huh? I know. <laughs> but still... You had one job, Disney. Anyway, Anyway, it's fine. Um, Yeah, cool. All right. Well, so counting down from seven to one. Yes. Julia. Yes. Would you like to do the honors? Sure. You're you're number seven, please. Yeah, I hope there's no judgment here. If you say Loki. (laughs) No, 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 no. Okay, good. (laughs) If you say Moon Knight. (laughs) As if. (laughs) No.
1: Uh, I I am going to say Hawkeye. Okay.
0: That's yeah, all right.
1: that's okay. Yeah, that's right. I I enjoyed it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun to watch. The only thing I didn't really like about it is that it didn't really feel like a Hawkeye story to me. It felt more like uh, what was her name again? Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. I was going to say Sarah for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. If for me, it just it felt like a Kate Bishop story. Okay. Um, and I feel like it. The maybe that the reason why I felt that way is because they were introducing her as the as this character that's potentially going to be as part of the Young Avengers, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're still theorizing they're setting up Young Avengers, but yeah. we have no inkling as to whether or not it's going ahead.
1: Exactly. Um, and so, uh, even though it was, you know, it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I liked that it was set around the Christmas time, Mm -hmm. um, which was fun. Mm.
2: Um,
1: But yeah, I just, I feel like it's probably one of the weaker shows that I've watched throughout this phase four. Okay. Um, and like, don't get me wrong. The action was awesome and the comedy was really good. Yes. Very good comedy. Yes. Um, I just, I feel like it's probably one of the weaker ones out of the main seven that we're going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. So that's why I put, that's why I put Hawkeye as number seven for me. Okay.
0: I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. (laughs) Look, I will, I will take every, every show that's lower on the list with a grain of salt because when I was doing my rankings, I'm like, just because the show I'm about to bring up is the, my least favorite doesn't mean it's bad.
1: No, no, absolutely all. not. That's not my, like, I know for a fact that Hawk like all of these shows are really top tier shows. Very good. They're yes. really good. Um, I just personally for, for me in terms of how I enjoyed it, I think f- for me, Hawkeye was just, you know, just a bit down on the list for me. That's all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's, that's totally fine. Kendall. Yes. What is your number seven? My on number the list? seven. Uh, okay, my number seven, and don't judge me for this, mm-hmm. it's Ms. Marvel. <gasps> that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, does not mean it was bad. Mm. Did not mean I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Because I really did. Um, just when I compared it to everything else that had come before, um, it just wasn't as enjoyable for me as some of the other ones were. Okay. Um, so that's the only issue I suppose. Um, but it was, it was, it was good. Like I loved, I loved it. Like, you know, we talked at, uh, we've talked ad nauseum about all of these shows on a podcast called Fred, of course. Um, but, um, I loved Imane Vellani. She was fantastic. I can't wait to see her in uh, the Marvels next year. me too. Whenever that's coming out, maybe the year after I can't remember now. um, (laughs) But I loved her, and, yeah, so she's going to be, yeah, wonderful to see growing up and, you know, going forward throughout, you know, the rest of this multiverse saga. Yes. That we're in the middle of now. Um, Yeah, and it was was a great show as well because I'd never heard about um, the partition and the, you know, exile of the... um, the Muslims from India into Pakistan and all of that stuff. So in terms of focusing on, uh, you know, a group of people and kind of educating through entertainment, I think they did an exceptional job. Yes. Um, that was awesome. And yeah. And the characters were a lot of fun. The action was, wasn't too bad. Um, visual effects were good. The color palette was nice. You know, the use of her little drawings, you know, here and there in the in the frames, um, was cool as well, and her family was just beautiful. So, yes, I agree. Yeah, there's a lot to a lot to like um, about Ms. Marvel, and I think if I picked a favorite episode, it would be, um, I think the finale. I think was the best because seeing her in her outfit was just yeah great, and you know, <laughs> her having that chat with her dad about you know he's telling her what Marvel. What her name means, what Kamala means, and it me- you know it loosely translates to Marvel. Yeah. Uh, in, in in um I forget the language um but in their native language. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. Um. So yeah, yeah. I just can't wait to see more of her. So. But yeah. Yes. But yes, my number seven is is Ms. Marvel. That's fun. Yes. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you know. Is your number six, Miss Marvel? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hit me with your six. Okay. My number
1: six is um, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I think for me, um, this one was sort of similar to Hawkeye in the sense that it was... it was, I think those, this one's story didn't really capture my interest as much. Okay. Um, But I still enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. There was a lot of great action scenes in there. Um, And... Some of the dry humor in that show was also lots of fun. Very good. <laughs> very, very good. And I love Sebastian Stan. Oh, Sebastian
0: Stan. What a... We stan that man. He's we just, really do. <laughs> he's just a joy. Yes.
1: And <sighs> I cannot wait to see more of him because he is he's awesome. Mm-hmm. He really is. Yeah. Um, but I think just... In terms of what was happening throughout that series, it got a little, um, mm, yeah, it got a little convoluted for me. Okay. Um, just, there was a lot going on and there was, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think for me, um, in terms of the entertainment value, um, it's, it's kind of low on my list, uh, so I would, yeah, I would have to say that Falcon and the Winter Soldier for me is a number six. Okay. Yeah.
0: That is totally fine. Yeah. You know why? Because it's also my number six. Ah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, the only reason I put this above Ms. Marvel is because, um, some of, some of the scenes in this, really had an effect on me Mm. and because it's characters like I have a I have a soft spot for you know callbacks to things and you know characters that are you know well established and you want to you know you're checking in with them you want to see how they're doing and what their struggles are and their story and all of this stuff and yeah I don't know I just for me the my favorite episode I think actually or well, it was technically a tie between episode 4 and 5 um but my f- favorite moment in that show i will just say um which is funny cuz it is funny cause it bridges the gap between 4 and 5 um but it was the moment where john walker um had had, he had taken the the serum and gone bonkers Ro-
1: yeah gone rogue yeah
0: gone rogue and uh decided to uh kill one of the flag smashers uh with Captain America's Shield.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. That is such an impactful scene.
0: Yeah. That was that was yeah. That's definitely one of the best moments probably of the entirety of phase four. Mm. I, I would say. Cause it was just so powerful to have this symbol of of hope and strength and courage and good Used for a vile act yes. like that, and to see uh, this twisted, demented version of Captain America standing there, holding that shield, you know, out of breath, out of his mind, and there's blood dripping from, oh from the gosh. shield.
1: I'm getting chills just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was powerful. Really powerful. Yeah. So that's that's that scene alone is the reason why it's better than Miss Marvel for me. Yeah. Um unfortunately but um but that being said yeah look falcon Winter a soldier was a tricky one because it it got hurt by the pandemic yeah yeah which is not its fault uh unfortunately they had to kind of do what they could with what they had yep uh and the time that they had to work with um you know as we all know a whole storyline was removed from the series um (laughs) coincidentally about a pandemic Uh, (laughs) about a virus like who would have thought who would have thought um Mm. hmm. (laughs) Um, what timing too i know right i know i can't even wow yeah it's insane (laughs) um yeah so that happened and 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 yeah but uh yeah I don't know like there's just there was more potential there was more to be fleshed out like I feel like if it had gotten one or two more episodes, ah, it might have been a bit uh a bit better a bit yeah more, a bit more fulfilling but as far as it goes with a journey for for um Bucky and Sam, you know Bucky dealing with you know the fact that he's living in a world without Steve and he's living in a world where his name has been cleared, but he's still dealing with the trauma of being the winter soldier. Yeah. And trying to move on. Um, like his storyline was very, very good. Uh and then of course Sam becoming Captain America. Yeah. Trying to live up to this mantle that Steve Rogers left behind for him.
1: Yes. Um and yeah. he was having his own issues too. Yeah, he with, was yeah, especially when it came down to the fact that he knew that not everyone was gonna acknowledge him as the new Captain America because of his race.
0: Yeah, and they addressed that very well in the show. Yeah. 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 And
1: I think that for me was a sort of a powerful thing. When whenever Sam had to talk about you know being Captain America, he was always so anxious about it and just so like he it was like one of those things where he didn't want to be Captain America. Yeah. It's kind of no. the feeling that I got from him.
0: No, or well, he didn't feel like he was worthy. Yes. You that's know. probably a
1: better word to put. Yeah. He, he didn't feel that he was worthy of that role. No. And so that's why he was always so hesitant about taking on the mantle of Captain America. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I, I suppose it's not because he felt like he hadn't earned it or didn't. Deserve it or had done anything wrong. I think it was just like, how do you replace Steve Rogers? Yeah, that's true. And, like that's you know that's an incredible legacy to kind of step into. Um, big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill. But the journey he went on to get there and becoming him was fantastic. It didn't stick the landing, unfortunately, for me, because mm. it went from being very meaningful and powerful to a bit hammy in the end. Like. Yeah. Like, as, as noble as an intention of, you know, um, Sam's final speech he made was, for me it just didn't – it was a bit too much. Okay. But episode five was incredible. Like, some of those scenes in there where Sam's just – real like, he's, he's speaking with – and I've forgotten the name of the, the – the, you know, the, the, the other – the black soldier that also had the serum – do yeah. you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, Played the, by Carl Lumley. Yes, uh, yes. But I've forgotten his name. Uh, Fully is looking it up. I will. Someone's shouting it through yeah, the head, yes. headphones. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. There's a really wonderful conversation that they have in the in the fifth episode that's just, wow. Yeah, there uh, it is. Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley, yes. Isaiah Bradley, yes. Yeah, yeah. Anytime that, yeah, Isaiah and Sam were on screen together was was awesome. Yes, I agree. Yeah, and learning and unpacking this whole uh, extra, you know, super soldier stuff that they hadn't really talked about outside of the comics really before was, yeah, it was really good. Mm, Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but yeah, overall, yeah, whilst there was some really incredible stuff, it just, yeah, in terms of where it sits, it's number six for Mm. me. Number six for me. Okay. All right. Fulia. Yes. You're number five. Um, Oh, my God. No, you're going to. I know what you're going to say. The way she's looking at me. I'm going to hit you
1: with a a lot of green. Oh, no. She-Hulk.
0: Oh, okay. All right. I thought you were going (laughs) to. The the other green. No, no. The other green character I like. Okay. (laughs) She-Hulk's number five. Okay. She-Hulk for me is number five.
1: As much as I had a lot of fun with this show with all of the fourth wall breaks and the comedy and just the 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 entertainment value of this show is so good. I I just feel like it I don't know. There's something that for me felt like it was missed with this show. Right. And I and it was mostly just about a woman and her issues. It was, that's all this show was to me. And um, I just, like it's still as relatable as it was for me as well, uh, which is something that I also enjoyed about this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it sort of hit me differently um, compared to the other shows that I have ranked a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think, yeah, I think because of the fact that it just, for me, it felt like it was just this, this show about a woman trying to find love, but also trying to, you know, better her skills and be, um, be respected in her career, essentially in her, in her job, in her job. Um, it was very difficult for her throughout this whole show and it sort of still hits you in reality in the way that it's, it's just in general, women are always not, not always respected as highly as you think they would No, in most job titles. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's probably why for me, it's a number five, um, I did enjoy all of the comedy elements to this show. They were funny. Um, and, you know, it had me cackling half the time. So I really did enjoy it. But there were also a lot of moments where I was, you know, face palming and eye-rolling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and especially with the men in this show ugh, the men in this show.
0: Yeah, but they were written that way.
1: (laughs) I know, I know. It was done on purpose. (laughs) It was done on purpose. Well done to the writers. You really (laughs) hit the nail on the head there.
0: (laughs) Yes, they did.
1: Uh, But yeah, uh, I just... If I was to to sort of pick one of the sort of moments in the show that I really enjoyed, I'd have to say that the episode where... um, where jen ends up with no cell reception at um the at the ranch at the retreat <laughs> yes
0: milblonski's retreat <laughs> that was
1: actually quite fun to watch that was yeah it was kind of one of my favorites
2: mm-hmm.
1: um where it was it's one of those things where you want to talk about how you're feeling but you'd rather not you don't want to yeah. share how you feel. No. And that's how Jen was feeling. Because yeah. Jen was... You could tell... She she was agitated. She was angry. Yeah. And... Emile was just trying to get her to calm down. Just sort of center herself. Yeah. And just be in the moment. Yes. And express your emotions. Mm-hmm. That is always... It's... it's for me, that's always a difficult thing for me to do. To be able to express my emotions. Um... So seeing it played out like this in a show was actually kind of interesting, <laughs> and I really and I really enjoyed it about that. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, not my favorite favorite, but it's sort of like there, sort of at number five. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. What's your number five Kindle?
0: Well, it's funny you say she-hulk. Oh. No, I'm my number five. Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, it's, you know, just another example for me of, uh, yeah, of, of of just, it just has to sit there. Yeah. Because there were other shows I just liked more. Yes, Um same. Yeah, and, you know, and I put it above Falcon and a Soldier because I just, I had a lot more fun, I think, mm, watching She-Hulk. Same. It was a lot of fun. And I love Tatiana Maslany. She's probably my favorite actress. She's wonderful. She's very talented. Very uh, very funny. It was nice to see her be be funny because you know I watched her be very very serious mostly for five seasons of Orphan Black and that was <laughs> intense. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to see her just kind of have some fun and and be comedic and I loved the fourth wall breaks. I thought they were very clever. I'm I'm a big sucker for for meta humor and 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 fourth wall breaking like that, um, acknowledging the audience, winking at the audience. I think it's hilarious um so yeah I had a I had a great time I'm glad we got nine episodes we probably didn't need nine episodes but I'm glad we did just for the sake Mm. of like they were able to kind of really spend a few episodes being this like procedural uh you know female lawyer show yes um you know like we got to have Wong show up a bunch of times (laughs) we got we got the abominations return. We had Bruce Banner. Yeah. And then of course, we had Daredevil, oh. Baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Matt Murdock, ladies and gentlemen. And <laughs> <laughs> everyone in between. Um Matt <laughs> Murdock is just uh, the best. And mm. I'm so glad that they brought him into this show. It was such a really cool way to uh Introduce him a bit more into the MCU, apart from No Way Home, because he only had that one scene. Yeah, Um, but it was nice to see him in action as a lawyer. You know, we got our wish
1: of Mm. seeing
0: him and Jen face off in the courtroom. That was (laughs) that was a lot of fun, and then face off in a physical fight yep <laughs> and then sucking face in the bedroom <laughs> oh my goodness we
1: got all of it
0: we got all of it uh, needless to say episode 8 was my favourite uh, ribbit and rip it. yeah so good my least
1: favourite apart from the fact that we get daredevil daredevil yeah <laughs> Yeah, we
0: don't like Leapfrog. Um, <laughs> but if it gives us Matt Murdock, hey, I'll take it. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but no, I loved the two of them together. Um, yeah. Uh, just really, really nice. So I hope that goes somewhere and it's not just a one off sort of a thing. Mm. Um, because as they acknowledged in the show, you know, they've never really done explored relationships too much in no. that, in that sense in the MCU they've never really had the time to do that so one of the joys of Disney Plus and having the ability to kind of try different things is that they get to do things like this that they don't usually yes. do in the movies so i appreciate that a lot um, and it was nice to just see some pro pro feminist stuff yes. you know some pro pro female uh, representation and acknowledgement and and all of that stuff and i know that most of the internet didn't agree with that <laughs> most of the internet um are, are cisgendered white men who um for some reason decide that they have a, a loud voice that they must be heard and that they are upset um because a, a woman is talking so okay all right just, it's a fantasy show just, get over just it just calm down buddy just calm down <laughs> don't don't read too much into it okay yeah we had to watch men on on tv and film for fucking way too long just just let someone else have their turn. Exactly. Okay. And there goes our male audience. Um <laughs> No, no, it's fine. This is a female podcast. I feel like I only know two men that listen to this show. Hi Wayne and Mike. <laughs> and maybe Phil. Yes. Maybe Phil. Uh yeah. But uh yeah, so I yeah, I had a blast watching She Hulk. But yeah, not uh, similar to you, like some of it was just not up to par
2: mm, mm.
0: overall. Like Yeah, and it was a bit cheeky of them to put uh, Daredevil in the trailer and then not not have him until the 8th episode out of 9. That was very cheeky. We know he's coming! When? But it was very clever. (laughs) Because it had people, there were people watching just to see him. him. (laughs) So,
1: it worked. Hey, Marvel got what they wanted. (laughs) It worked.
0: But yeah, and then some of it was, was very well done, but also very close to home. Mm. In terms of the female dating game. So that was yeah. that was interesting. Mixed <laughs> mixed feelings about that. Yes. Uh, sometimes sometimes <laughs> is not a good thing. No. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. Um yeah. So yeah, my number five is she helped Attorney well. at law. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. All right, let's we're halfway through the list, basically. Yeah. Number four for Okay.
1: Me. So Um my number four is in no way <laughs> the um, the quality of the show. Okay. I absolutely loved it, uh-huh. but I f- just it was hard to rank these last four.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: It was very difficult, mm-hmm. and so for me, my number four is One Oh wow! Uh,
0: okay, that's all right.
1: Look, it it was so hard to choose between a few of the, like a couple of the others and yeah. I didn't know how to sort of rank it uh, but WandaVision is my number 4 okay. um, I enjoyed it, it was so good and it was the opening TV series that gave us the rest of the TV series that we have in, in Phase 4
0: yeah, when it originally wasn't supposed to be yes, but it, then it ended up being yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. um, I love Scarlet Witch. I love Vision. I love their relationship mm-hmm. um, that they have. Uh, the The love and devotion that they have for each other in this series was absolutely beautiful. Um, and it, it was also kind of tragic at the same time. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the way that it started with the whole, you know, the different eras of sitcoms was fun. I really loved it, mm. especially the callback in the first episode where they um, they go to the um, Dick Van Dyke show sort of era. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved that so much. Um, so, and the fact that it was, you know, it was all in black and white, sort of it kind of like threw me off a bit because it's a marvel show you don't expect
0: that no, no. <laughs> well it was so interesting being the first one mm. you know to have it start like that in such a different way yes i i love i, I freaking love that
1: so good, yeah. Um, and they can do comedy so well, and I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that they can yeah, they can good. do that in in a sh- in shows like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once we had our three episodes of sitcoms, we then go into the reality of what's actually happening mm. in in that universe, mm-hmm. in that place. Yep. Uh, and it was just, it was it was sad. Because, it you know, Scarlet Witch is mourning the loss of her love. Yeah. And she didn't want it to end. No. She wanted to keep living it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wanted to have this acknowledgement of the fact that she had kids. Yeah. Um, but in reality, it wasn't a fact.
0: They weren't real, no. No.
1: Um. And so this whole story... Um, just, it broke my heart by the end of it. Yeah.
0: And
1: there were a few times where I cried.
0: Um, yeah, me too.
1: And my goodness, like, Marvel did a magnificent job with this show. Um, it's... It was really intense. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was an intense show. Yeah. Um, but entertaining, very well shot, um the script writing oh my goodness like it just if 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 they if, if they're making me cry then they've done something good <laughs> very much yeah um so yeah wandavision was absolutely wonderful and yeah i just the the other shows that i've got on my list just just that little bit better for me
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's okay yeah
1: yeah, that's my number
0: four. Nice. Yes. What's your number four, Kendall? My number four uh, is Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just just above She-Hulk. Um, only because uh, just for the way the show acknowledged Natasha Romanoff. Okay. That was really where it came down to for me. Yep. Um, you know, by having Clint kind of mourning her still dealing with the fact that you know she's gone and he's still here and um and then having elena come into it yeah you know i mean we love florence Pugh. we'll take her any way we can um and she was wonderful she was wonderful Kate <laughs> bishop why are you saying my whole name like are you gonna kill me <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Kate Bishop, I don't know. <laughs> um yeah, very funny. Yeah. Um no, she was she was wonderful. Like bal- and balanced the comedy and drama of the show perfectly. Yeah, I agree. Um especially the last episode, which I think was probably my favorite. Um just this kind of <sighs> You know, Elaine is there to kill Clint. You know, we all saw the Black Widow post credit scene, you know, where Val shows up and it's like, you know, is the man who's responsible for your sister's death. Yeah. Um, even though technically not true. They're not sis. But, um, yeah. So, you know, she's been sent to, to kill Clint. Uh, we still don't know exactly why Val wanted Clint Barton dead, but maybe we'll find out later on. Mm. Uh, who knows? But, yeah, uh, just her dealing... Like, they're both grieving the loss of this person that they love. Yeah. You know? Like, it's insane. Um, and then, you know, Yelena's trying to kill Clint, and I, this, they have this, this intense moment on the on the ice... Where Clint just kind of wants it to end. Like, he kind of just wants her to do it. Yeah. Because he feels responsible, even though he's not. Yeah. He, he feels responsible. That
1: sort of... That guilt yeah. that you carry with you for so long... Yeah. ...really gets to your mental health. And seeing that in Clint just broke me. Yeah, me too. Yeah.
0: Me too. It, yeah, it was... Oh, it was devastating. Um, But it was beautifully done. Yeah, Um, it was. So I I loved the show for that. Um, I also really, yeah, just enjoyed seeing Clint Barton in general. Jeremy Renner is awesome. And it was just nice for him to have his own thing. And even though you say it didn't feel like a Hawkeye show to you, which is, I get that. Yeah. I definitely get that. There was a lot packed in and it did feel like the Kate Bishop origin story. um, Because she's kind of, I I suppose, set up for taking over Mm. from him. Um, but, um, but he was, he was awesome in it. I love the LARPing stuff. I thought that was a clever, <laughs> clever and random addition to the show.
1: That, yeah, that was a fun, that yeah. was a fun scene.
0: Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and Kate Bishop was great. I love Haley Steinfeld. You know, she was a fan casting, I think, years ago. And so the fact we got to see it come to life is really exciting. She nailed her, um, you know, an ad- introduction of Echo as well. I can't wait to see where she goes. Um, she's getting her own show Yeah. Soon, so we'll be talking about that eventually. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then of course, um, uh, furthering the continuation or, you know, validation of the Netflix Marvel shows, we got Kingpin. Yeah. Wilson Fisk, uh, was reintroduced or should I say introduced to the MCU in, <laughs> in this, in this show. Um, and that was very interesting, very different vibe from The kingpin from the daredevil series but i suppose so is the daredevil from in she-hulk from the netflix series yeah slightly they have some mcu skins on them essentially Mm. um but i still very much enjoyed so yeah so it was it was good it was fun and plus who doesn't love steve rogers the musical (laughs) me yeah fully apparently (laughs) I can do this all day. No. It was
1: so cheesy. Like, it would just, it reeked of cheese. Oh, it was so funny. I just, I could not, I couldn't.
0: I I couldn't handle it. That's fair. I'm sorry. It's okay. (laughs) I thought it was brilliant. I loved it. I thought it was the funniest thing. Uh, Anyway. Some might say Thanos was right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So no, I loved I loved Hawkeye, and yeah, the action stuff as well was was really good. Um, yeah, it was a really nice just continuation of of you know sort of an epilogue of the Infinity Saga, if you will. Yeah. So, yeah. Good stuff. Mm. Good stuff. All right, we're getting into the nitty-gritties. Here we go. Our top three. Our top three. Now, I feel like I might be able to pick yours. <laughs> Not only based on what's left, but on how I know you feel about these shows you're yeah, going to talk
1: about.
0: And <laughs> Am I, I think, really that predictable? <laughs> well, I mean, I imagine you're probably thinking the same for me, so <laughs> it's fine. Regardless, I'm excited to hear your your top three. Yes. So, okay. number three, Folia. All right. My number three... <sighs> Is Miss Marvel? Yeah, <laughs> I had a feeling it might have been number two, but yeah, number three. I think. Number yeah, number three is Miss
1: Marvel for yeah. me. Cool. Um, I really enjoyed this show. Um, just the color palette of this show. Yeah. The the way that it was all shot. Um, the just the characters were a lot of fun as well to mm-hmm. hang out with mm-hmm. and you know le- and like you like you mentioned previously um just learning about the history of Pakistan and India mm. and you know the whole partition and the the whole their family history it was it was just really really interesting to me yeah it was and so i really i really held on to that information a bit more mm-hmm. um and The fact that it was also a little bit of representation as well.
0: Yeah, hell yeah.
1: um, Which was amazing to see. Yeah. Uh, And I just... I loved what this show was. Yeah. And what it it gave us and what it was about. Mm -hmm. And the fun that they had with this as well. And the fact that the main lead is a fan of the comic Uh and got picked
0: to be the character. Like... What a dream come true, that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She is a fucking ray of sunshine. Oh, my goodness. Like, if you're listening and you haven't seen Amanda Lani's reaction to meeting Harrison Ford at D23, you need to do yourself a favor and make and it'll cheer you up. Basically, if you're feeling shit, you just look at this photo of her looking at him. And my God, <laughs> you will be smiling for days. She is the best.
1: She absolutely amazing young talent. Yeah, Um, she is going places. That girl, honestly,
0: hundred percent.
1: Um, and yeah, and just like all the other young actors that were in that show as well. Yeah, I just, I am so, I'm floored by their performances. They were all so good. Yeah, insanely talented cast. Yes, hundred percent. The action scenes that we got in this show were awesome um and just there was definitely a lot of um a lot of cable work in this um and a lot of special effects were put into it um as well as visual effects and the visual effects were really nice Mm. i really love the fact that um you know that kamal is kamala Names. (laughs) It's okay. Holy crap. It's okay. Brain. Brain. Not Ah. working. (laughs) Um, Kamala. Kamala's uh, powers were really cool. Yeah, they were. I really like the fact that it was sort of like, kind of like lights that she was able to control and use um, uh, to maneuver around um, places. Yeah, yeah. And being able to make her you know her limbs bigger so yeah. that she can either you know catch someone that's falling or hit something or you know the strength that she gets from the power as well, yeah, is just really awesome mm-hmm. um the also the other thing that was mentioned in this show is that there's a potential that she's probably a mutant,
0: yes. <laughs> so yeah.
1: that's also a little interesting fact that we got. As yeah.
0: Well. Yeah. The first mutant in the MCU. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering whether or not apart from the marvels that would she come across X-Men?
0: Well, we're getting
1: there. Maybe at some point. So that's kind of cool. It's very cool.
0: <laughs> it's very, very cool.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I could gush about this show uh, for a little bit longer, but hey. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there. Okay,
0: that's that's fine. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, but yeah, I absolutely loved Miss Marvel. It was really good, so that's mm. why it's my number three. Good pick. Yeah,
0: well done. All right,
1: your number three.
0: My number three is WandaVision. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. a feeling. yes, yes. WandaVision, my number three. Um. <laughs> Yeah, do you have a feeling because you know what number one and two are? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and it was the only one left I hadn't said
1: yet. <laughs> oh. Well, I have a feeling our number one and two might be the same, but not really. But we know that the last two that are left, we haven't, we both haven't
0: mentioned. We both haven't mentioned. <laughs> yes, yes, Keen-eyed, keen- keen-eared viewers, yes. Keen eyed, keen, keen eared viewers, listeners will know <laughs> the shows we're talking about. Anyway, so Wonder Vision for me. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you alluded to it before, like it was such a cool introduction to f- phase four. It was the first, not only the first TV show of phase four, but it was the first thing of phase four Yes, because Black Widow, which was supposed to be the first actual movie, first thing to come out, got pushed back and yes. back and back. So WandaVision ended up coming out first, um, when it was supposed to come out third. So it's quite interesting how that, how that worked out. Um, But what an introduction to the new era, I suppose, of MCU storytelling. Um, Again, another really lovely kind of epilogue for the Infinity Saga, wrapping up, uh, in a sense, or continuing uh, the Wanda and Vision story, um, giving us the the time that they deserved to have spent on them, really. Um, Especially Wanda, you know. Um, just getting to be with her for those episodes and experience what she was feeling and her growth or her regression or however you want to call it, her struggles with mental health and grief, Yeah. you know, which then of course has given given me my favourite quote from anything Marvel and that's what is... Love, if not grief, persevering. Um, Oh, don't make me cry. I know. It's...
1: Here's
0: here's something
1: that attaches me to that quote Mm. that happened in real real life. Oh, yeah? So after that episode had aired, um, I think it was either that week that I found out um, a, a, a wonderful content creator passed away
0: oh was that this oh yeah. really yeah oh jesus um
1: so when that quote was mentioned in the show i just lost it i lost it yeah yeah
0: holy shit
1: so uh, that's it's one it's my favorite it's, quote of the series yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. easily easily yeah. i think i said it the ra- around the wrong way it's yeah what it what is love if not grief persevering yes no, what if what is grief, grief if, if not, not love, love persevering. persevering sorry i keep saying it wrong yeah, I mean, I think you can say it. You can say it both ways. Both ways, yeah. It works, but yeah, what is what is uh, grief if not love persevering? Um, yeah, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I can't say anything more than that no. uh, about that. But just yeah, it was just a beautiful uh, way to explore the grieving process using sci-fi and superheroes and fantasy elements you know mm. it's just very very incredible um and yeah and I and absolutely adored the you know the core cast and their performances you know Elizabeth Olsen knocked it out of the park as did Paul Bettany and of yes. course uh, Catherine Hahn as Agatha Harkness
1: mm, that um, we, we might be seeing soon we will
0: be seeing her soon yeah. yes yes can't wait um, for her show um but uh, but yeah, you know, and they all got nominated for um for Emmys for their roles. The series got a bunch of Emmy nominations. Yeah. Like for for acting, it was the first time a- actors in the MCU had actually gotten like sig- like prominent awards recognition. Yeah. Um. So that was huge. Um. And uh. Yeah. And then the show itself, of course, got nominated. Um. But um. But yeah, it was just beautiful. Mm. And I loved again. I loved the sitcom stuff, like you did. Uh, it was just such a really cool, like, I just loved the enigma of it, the mystery of it. Like we had, when we had no idea what was going on, you know, we got the first two or three episodes on the same day when it it first premiered and I'm very glad we did. Um, but, um, but at the same time, I just kind of loved, like it hyped up the reveal of what was actually going on a lot more. And the fact that Disney Plus made this decision to release shows week to week instead of all at once, like Netflix, yeah. was a very good decision, I think.
1: I feel the same.
0: I think it it's, it really, you know, similar to WandaVision, it goes back to the golden era of television. Like, yeah. like, you know, years and years ago before streaming, when you had to wait week to week. Mm. You couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> like... You it know? was agony. It was agony, and you couldn't even you couldn't even like wait until it was all done and then binge it. That wasn't even a thing. No, you ha- you literally had to watch it or you'd miss it.
1: Yeah, and then <laughs> wait for it to come out on VHS or, or DVD, <laughs>
0: which would take months if not years. Yeah,
1: yeah, not it's not like how it's streamlined a lot quicker these days. Back then, it would take like at least a year before it came out yeah. on any kind of physical media, and. Mm-hmm. We're lucky now that we don't have to worry about waiting that long. Yeah,
0: we're very lucky. Yeah. Very lucky. Um, Kids today don't know how good they've got it. I know. (laughs) They really don't. But at the same time, I kind of, there's pros to that. You know, not just cons because it's you know it's just a nice way to yeah to for the hype every week and like it's you know it's you're going to work or you're going to school or you're catching up with friends and you're like oh did you watch the, the latest episode of WandaVision? like you know it's what we used to do when we back in the day when it would be like oh did you watch Buffy last night yeah you know yeah <laughs> it's it's ex- exactly that um so yeah so I love that and the way it paid homage to sitcom television yeah and. The fucking mind fuck that was Ralph Boner and Evan Peters <laughs> playing Pietro Maximoff, but looking like him from the Fox universe, but actually just not being him at all. Yeah, that was, I'm over it now, sort of. I, I mean, the, the the fact that it was Ralph Boner, I, I kind of hate <laughs> and I kind of always will hate, but I, I'm over the fact that they duped us. Yeah, because I just remember losing my fucking mind when when him. he when I saw him and he opened that door and it was fucking Evan Peters. I was like, "Holy shit, let's go!" <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, no, nah, it wasn't him. So, mm. but yeah, but but hats off to Matt Shackman and the One Division team. Yes, hundred percent. And for uh, the the songwriters who worked on the show who came up with "Agatha" all along. Yes, oh, it's so catchy. Yeah, one of the best. Pieces of music of the entire MCU. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yes. <laughs> very, very good. Very good. But yeah. One Division. My number three. Mm. Yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: Mm. All right, fully hit me. <laughs> so
1: my number two was kind of a. It was kind of difficult for me to rank because it was a toss up between my number three. And this one. Oh. yeah, yeah. okay. So, uh, my number two is Loki. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: know it. I knew it. Okay. Yes. Now, nah, cool. That's cool. I like that. Yes. I can. You can go home. Well, you are home, but you can go home safely <laughs> with Loki at number two. That's, that's fine. You're in the clear. I'm re- not gonna die today. You're not gonna die today. No. No, it's okay.
1: Um, this yes. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, Loki oh my goodness what an amazing show giving us our original Loki Um, the sassiness that we loved when we first got introduced to him was what I was really hoping for and we got it (laughs) and I am so glad that we got it because Tom Hiddleston is amazing
0: he sure is.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, just his performance, oh. the fact that he's able to go back to that sort of, that particular personality of Loki. Yeah. Um, before he became a bit more humbled, I suppose. Yes,
0: definitely the right phrase. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, it was so good and it was so much fun to watch as well and I bet he had a lot of fun with oh, it too. Oh, he
0: looked like he was having a blast. Oh, like. I can imagine. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the
0: dream. Yeah. And then having him team up with freaking
1: Owen Wilson. Oh, who
0: would have thought?
1: How like, awesome was
0: that? It was amazing. But like who like seriously if you'd said to me like even 5 years ago we were going to get a show with Tom Dalton and Owen Wilson as Loki and Mobius. Yeah. And it's going to be sort of a buddy cop thing, dynamic. Mm. And it's going to be hilarious and heartwarming. And I would have been like, nah, I don't think... (laughs) I can't see Owen Wilson in the MCU, really? Yeah, no. No, But
1: he did such a good job as Mobius. He Uh, really did.
0: Yeah, he really did.
1: It was so good. Um, Just the way that he, you know, the way that he made this character really enjoyable to watch... And you know the fact that he's the he's the cop trying to get all the information he can out of the criminal and but the criminals don't give him anything, <laughs> so he has to break him down, yeah and i honestly i Loki in terms of my favorite moments were the ones where those two were in the room hashing it out and where Mobius yeah. was trying to get Loki to answer his questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without all the sarcasm. <laughs> yes. For sure. And then the moments that Mobius then gives him reality facts about what his future looks like. Oh. The way that Tom Hiddleston plays that in that scene. The You can see in his face the agony that he was in seeing that. Oh, yeah. Because who wants to know that their mother died in the
0: future? Yeah. And he was responsible. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then finding out that he also gets killed. Yeah. And then, yeah, watching his own demise. Yeah. At the hands of someone who just recently, in his mind told him to go to New York and get the Tesseract. Yes. Like that's fucked up. Oh man. And yeah, you're right, Tom crushed it. Oh, he did
1: such a fantastic job. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um they, they were like my favourite moments of the show. Oh for sure. Just just watching Insane. Just watching that. Yeah. Just facial expressions and He's so yeah he's so his expressive. responses yeah. and Oh man. Made me tear up. So much.
0: He was emotional, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but then we got all of the fun aspects of the show with all the action that happens when he breaks out of the TBA, And then, you know, he ends up coming across a different variant of himself, but in the opposite sex. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We want to call her Lady Loki, but she doesn't like that, so... No, so it's it's Sylvie. It's Sylvie. Sylvie. Ah, <laughs> uh, we love Sylvie. Sylvie's great. Um, her her personality was amazing to see in this variant of Loki, mm-hmm. um, and she was interesting yeah. to watch. Yeah, and it was it was also like seeing our Tom Hiddleston Loki starting to realize what's happening Mm. and then trying to tell Sylvie that what she's doing is wrong. Yeah. Like you don't, you would not have expected that coming from Loki's mouth. (laughs) No, no.
0: (laughs) The way the show just kind of shows that duality between the two of them and the way that it it uses uh, our Loki's character growth to be this kind of opposite, I suppose, to Sylvie in mm. the end. You know? Like they're both mirror images of themselves in a way, but, you know, at different points in their stories. Yes. And the way that they kind of are turned against each other by the end is yeah. It was very well done.
1: Really well done. Yeah. And just the the there was a lot of emotion in, you know, seeing those two Interacting with each other as well, yeah. Um, and the fun episodes where we got to see all the other variant oh, Loki's. Oh gosh! One of the best things to see, yeah, that came out of that show is to see multiple Loki's. Oh yes, because
0: <laughs> you know we shouldn't just stop at one,
1: no, or two. Just give us all of them.
0: Yep. <laughs> Thank you very much.
1: Yes, um, you know. And the fact that a Loki could also be a crocodile or yeah. an alligator. Whatever. Alligator, yeah. Like, who would have thought, you know? Who would have thought? Who
0: would have thought?
1: It's, it's so good.
0: Yeah, it's like you said to me five years ago, <laughs> Owen Wilson would have been in a scene with a Loki that's an alligator. Yeah. Wouldn't have believed you.
1: Wouldn't have believed you. Oh, my gosh. And... Yeah, just the, 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 the different variants of Loki's, this really, this really strange place that they get sent to when they get zapped with, yeah. the, with the rods. Yes, yes. I'm
0: sorry, I'm forgetting the name of the weapon. I've, you say and I've actually forgotten the name of the place
1: where they all got <laughs> sent. It's, it was kind of like a purgatory, it's, almost. Yeah,
0: it was. Um, yeah. I just can't Oh, my God. Wow. It's been so long since I watched it. I don't remember yeah, the name. Yeah, same. But anyway, yeah. The place pretty much at the end of the timeline, essentially, mm. is where they get sent. It's like the void thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. The void. It's just the void? It's called the void. There you go. I already said it. <laughs> you already said the answer. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. The void. Okay. Yes. The void. Yes. Yeah. The void. Yeah, well, that was a really, really cool place, actually. <laughs> it was. I really it was, liked it. It was great. It was packed full of Easter eggs and references and exciting moments. Froggy Thor. <laughs> yeah, frog. <laughs> trapped in the jar. Uh, it was, they made a pop vinyl out of that. Yes, they did. It was great.
1: <laughs> I really want to go back and watch Loki, to be honest, and just sort of yeah. from start to finish and just pick out the things that I missed.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna do a rewatch before season two starts next yeah, year. Yeah, I
1: think so too. Yeah. It's gonna be really good. And yeah. yeah. Loki is just such a great show.
0: Yep. And then the way that it
1: ends, just mind blowing, you know? The you don't know what's gonna happen next. No. The multiverse is a thing now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anything can happen. Sylvie broke the multiverse. Yeah. Yep. And Jonathan Majors. Oh, holy crap. Dude. What a, what a talent. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How, how lucky are we to have him as Kang or should I say in this show? He who remains.
1: He who remains. What an ominous title.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. The last Kang variant. Yeah. That survived the war of Kangs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Really cool stuff. Yeah.
1: I love this show. Hell yeah. It's amazing. And just highly recommend it. Highly. It's yeah. so good. Excellent. Yeah. Well done. What's your number two?
0: Mm. I wonder which show mm. it's going to be for, yeah. It's Moon Knight. Okay, (laughs) I
1: thought so. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Moon Knight's my number two. Uh, Yeah, yeah, look, there there was a time when I was thinking about this list and considering maybe putting Moon Knight at number one, but like, nah, I can't do that. I literally cannot. I think people will be like, are you feeling (laughs) alright? Are you okay? Don't do it because the people expect you. Oh <laughs> no, it's not because of that. I just I I was like no, no, it's definitely it's a close second. Okay. It has to be a close second. Okay. Um yeah, and I'll get to my thoughts on Loki shortly. Uh, <laughs> now that everyone knows it's my number one. Hmm. Um but but yeah, Moon Knight for me, yeah. It was awesome. Like I I'm so happy about it because uh I remember being so skeptical when it first started. Okay. I remember us talking about it on the podcast and kind of just wondering where it was going. Like I had all these theories that never came to be and I couldn't, which is kind of cool. Like if you can't guess where it's going, then that's kind of Mm. a sign of good writing in some cases. Yeah. Uh, And I think in this case, yes. Um, But um, I remember being like, oh, there's not a lot of Moon Knight in this Moon Knight show. You know, it's very... You know, we were focusing very much on Stephen Grant, and yep. you know, had no idea really much about Mark Spector, and you know, and who Khonshu was, and any of this. Like the show did take its time to kind of get to the the Mickey of it. Yeah. Um, but it was worth it because the payoff was insanely good. Yeah. Um. So as by the time it was done, <clears throat> you know, I had proclaimed um Oscar Isaac is my other husband (laughs) so uh, (laughs) I mean Moon Knight is still my background on my phone um after all these months um I yeah it was just it was fantastic and it reignited my love for ancient Egypt and all of that you know fascinating mythology um so it was really cool to see that integrated and then also like to see According to sources, what seems to be a, a, a you know, as far as a, a sci-fi fantasy portrayal goes of, um, you know, multiple personality disorder, DID, like, to have that kind of represented on screen in a somewhat faithful manner was was really cool. And I never, you know, haven't really seen a lot of stuff where that's been portrayed before. Mm. Um, and, I mean that has to just lead into the incredible performance that Oscar Isaac gave yeah, in that show playing three different characters, as we know. <laughs> Two of them more than the other one. Yes. Um, but holy crap. Like, I never thought – like, it was so funny just listening to him – with this funny British accent <laughs> and, and just wondering what he was doing and, mm. and, but then like falling in love with Stephen, like the show makes you fall in love with, with him. He's, yeah. he's such a lovable, endearing character and you only want the best for him. And, uh, and then, you know, then you meet Mark Spector and, you know, you get a whole different take on who this person is and what they've been through and the different lives he's led within the same body. Uh, it's exceptional storytelling and for me that fifth episode, um, the asylum episode yeah. where, you know, uh spoilers for Moon Knight, um at the end of episode four he gets killed and then uh goes into the beginnings of the Egyptian afterlife essentially. And uh you know, he and, and then Mark and Stephen are together in the same space. Yeah. And go on this journey and Stephen finds out the truth. Of what that he's not the original, you know, he was created. He was essentially a defense mechanism. Yeah. You know, but that was born out of Mark's trauma. And the way the show handled that was so emotional. Yeah. But like incredibly well done. Um, yeah, I, cr- I think I cried a bunch mm. in that episode. That was hard to watch in parts, but it was so, so good. And Oscar Isaac killed it. Like he's, oh far out yeah like I've always been a fan of his to be honest I just I don't know why Moon Knight's the show that kind of made me fall in love with him but man I'm smitten for life now <laughs> um he's brilliant so yeah and it was just it was just great you know like and who doesn't love Tawaret you know she was a, a joy an absolute <laughs> hippo <laughs> we love her we love her so much um and and getting to see you know an Egyptian superhero Um, you know, and I've, why am I forgetting her name? Layla. Layla. Yeah. I had the actress's name in my head. May Kalamawi. Um, she's awesome. But yeah, Layla. Layla. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Layla. We love Layla, you know? Um, yeah. Really, really, really cool. Um, and I enjoyed Ethan Hawke as well. Yeah. As Arthur Darrow. Um, Harrow? Harrow. Damn, fuck me man it's been so long <laughs> there's been so much content yeah. um arthur harrow yes. yes yes arthur harrow uh he was also really really good and it was just yeah visually entertaining a spectacle brilliant brilliantly written brilliantly performed um i you know at this point there's no no word of a season two but i will just mention in case you're not aware in the last, you know, six months in, almost since the show finished, it's gone from uh, no season two to maybe season two to maybe, maybe season two. <laughs> like Oscar Isaac recently said that he's apparently talking to Kevin Feige about continuing it. Mm. So because as everyone that watched it will know that they're, you know, they definitely set up a second season Gave us a very big cliffhanger. Oh yes, um, questions—so many questions. Uh, we need answers. We need answers. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> holy crap! What a show! Yeah, it was—it <laughs> was—it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, and it was just a, such a good take on like you know when villains think they're the hero of their own story and they yeah. think they're doing the right thing by cleansing the world of impurities and and things like that and how wrong it can go. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's fascinating. I loved it. i yeah. Moon Knight was, yeah, easily my number two, uh, easily one of the best the MCU has done in terms of its TV shows and will be. So fingers crossed season two happens, but
1: Big fingers, big all the fingers. all the fingers
0: crossed. We want more Moon Knight. <laughs> we really want more Moon Knight, please. Yes, yes. All right, Fulia. Yes, you're number one. Well, we <laughs> haven't
1: already thought of it by now. We know. You know what it is. Uh-huh. Let me tell you why Moon Knight is my number one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I want to hear it. Yes, it's fun. It's hilarious. It's Ancient Egypt. Hell yeah. It's history, and it's just superheroes that I can relate to. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Middle Eastern superheroes. Yes. I've not been able to relate to that, ever. The only superheroes that I came close to being able to relate to is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Being a female, and that's about it. Yeah. But now I can... Happily say there are Middle Eastern superheroes.
0: Yes, there are.
1: And it makes me so happy. It really does. Representation matters, people. Oh, my gosh. Um, I may not be Egyptian myself, but I am still part of the Middle Eastern culture of it all. Of course. Um, And you have no idea how much it means to see a Middle Eastern, uh, let alone a Middle Eastern woman be a superhero. It is the best feeling. It is the best thing to see on screen. It's pro- it, apart from the fact that Oscar Isaac was Moon Knight and it yeah. was awesome. Oh yeah. Layla was like one of my favorite characters and I loved her so much. Yeah. Um just oh the moment that we got to see her in her outfit um, as uh, the scarlet, scarlet scarab. scarab. Yeah, I think I cried. <laughs> oh, for I teared up because I was just so excited. I was so excited to see that.
0: You know, what? the mo- the moment that kind of made me go, "Oh, that's fucking cool," was when like um that girl on the street asked her in yes. Egyptian, "Yes, if she was an Egyptian superhero," and Layla just goes, "Yes." What oh, a- that
1: was a moment. My heart just was so full. When when that happened. It was so good. Mm. I loved it so much. Oh, it's so good. Um, Apart from that, <laughs> Moon Knight was such a breath of fresh air in terms of superhero movies for me. Yeah. And, and shows. In just superheroes in general. For sure. Because it's not something that you would have really come across unless you read the comics.
0: Yeah, it was one that was definitely not as popular as a lot of the others. No, yeah. exactly. And... This is kind of why I
1: love it so much is because it's different and because it's, it's new. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's a character that not a lot of people can really relate to unless they have this condition that the character has yeah yeah being the multiple personalities mm-hmm. i have a friend who has multiple personality disorder oh really i haven't met her other personalities okay um and she said that uh, apparently the they she's had a discussion with her personalities to say this is my friends let's keep it you know me with them and wow that. so it's really Interesting it is. to sort of hear that yeah. sort of a conversation. Um, the fact that she's also um, able to express that with us, mm. uh, with with me and, and a couple of others, um, that she's she she knows that it's safe in our little group mm. that she can discuss it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very interesting. It is so fascinating for me because mm. I I look out for it, but it I don't think it's. I don't think I've ever come across it. Um but the fact that we have a character in this movie uh, in this show, sorry, um that has the multiple personalities. Um it may it may be a bit more heightened re- heightened realism, but it still kind of makes me think is this how it really works? Do like yeah, you know, is this, does the does the person really blank out and not realize what's going on? Yeah. So it's in, it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Um
0: I loved Stephen Gray. Oh my god. He was my favorite of like yes, if I had to pick between Steve Stephen or Mark, it was Stephen. Stephen was oh, just I'm, so humble. A ray of fucking sunshine. I just wanted to hug him. Uh, I just wanted to hold him (laughs) through the night. Uh, Through the moon. Through the the moonlight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, what a beautiful soul. Yeah, and just being able to see Oscar being able to just perform like that. Like, what talent? So talented, like holy Insane. crap! Um, we also found out that while they were filming this show, that he actually didn't want to. Um, he didn't want to do. Was it two, multiple stuff in one day? Did he want? Because he wanted yeah. to stay in one character for one day. Yeah. And then do the other character another day. Yeah. Because for him, it would have felt a bit jarring and, a little, yeah. and it was a little bit difficult to sort yeah. of change. Yeah, which is understandable. Yeah. yeah, which makes total sense. But the the scene that I love so much um, with Oscar was the moment where you see him change between Stephen and Mark. Yeah. In the Asylum. I think it was in the Asylum episode, right. Um, I'm pretty sure because that's Generally, the only time that I remembered it happened. Well,
0: like, well, that's when they're 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 both on screen in that episode. But then there's like, oh, there's yeah. So the in one of the quote unquote flashbacks or visions or whatever, when they're dealing with their shit, trying to figure out how to you know, yes, survive. And then we see uh, Mark, you know, devastated because his mum who abused him. Has died, and he's completely heartbroken, and he's break broken down in the street, and then he flips, and he becomes Steven. Yes. Is that the scene you're talking yes, about? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: And just just can I piggyback off that for a second? Yeah. I fucking have to say the moment where, you know, because at, at the end of Asylum, we think that Steven's gone because he's fallen Yes, from the ship into the sand into the duat um, and is turned to stone essentially and I remember being so fucking upset um, <laughs> yeah me too but then at the start of the next episode of course things work out and then um, Mark decides to sacrifice his his afterlife in the field of reeds and he goes back into the duat to save Stephen and then he's like he, he finds him and he has this beautiful conversation with himself essentially and he's, and he's like Says you're the only real superpower I ever had.
1: Yeah, and oh, and they both
0: have their hands on the heart. Oh fuck. Yeah. Good shit. Oh.
1: Good shit. The writing. Yeah. Like, well done. Hats off. So good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It it it's such it's such an emotional ride towards the end mm-hmm. of this show. Yeah. And I loved every moment of it. Mm. Every heartbreak. Every you know, anxiety that they both... That they felt with whatever was happening around them. Yeah. Um, just blew me away. The performance by Oscar Isaac was just... Yeah. Oh, it's so hard to even describe. Because yeah. you have to watch it to understand. You really do. And I love it so much. Yeah. And, like, wow. Wow so good wow, props oh, to indeed. Ethan Hawke as well oh yes for being such a twisted character mm, mm-hmm. of um, of Arthur Harrow because mm. the first thing that you see when the series begins is this person getting glass into a cloth and then smashing it and then putting that glass into sandals and then putting his feet into the sandals with the crushed glass and you're just like ow
0: yeah, <laughs> and that was apparently Ethan Hawke's idea. Really, I think so. From what I, I feel like they mentioned that in the assembled episode. Ah, uh, I think it was Ethan Hawke's idea to okay. introduce the character and do that. Yeah, yeah.
1: That oh, it's so s- sick and twisted. It is, but it was great. It was so good. Like it made an impact. It definitely did. Yeah, if you're gonna introduce a character. Do it so that it really like leaves a mark on 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 the audience.
0: Yeah, not just on the soles of one's feet. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Oh man, I don't know how much more I could gush about this because I could probably talk forever about I know. I know. it. So much. I know because I love it so much. Yeah, and I definitely am going to rewatch this show. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, me too. Because now I kind of want to watch it as if it was its own little, like, movie.
0: Yeah, like, just binge it in a day. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I did that with Loki. And, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's nice watching it all in one go. Yeah, Yeah, I
1: definitely need to do that. Yeah, you should. Alright, I need to make a moon night marathon night.
0: Yes. Day. Whatever. Yes. <laughs>
1: and
0: if if I can invite myself to that Oh I... yes, yes, hundred percent. Yes. You're welcome. Okay, good, good, good. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Yes.
1: Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Moving on from my number one to your number one, which we already know what it is. Ah, uh, of course. It's Loki.
0: Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Because it is only ever going to be my man, wasn't it? <laughs> it's never going to be anybody else. Oh, goodness. Uh, Yeah. No, I'm... You know what? I'm so happy and just relieved that the Loki show was this good mm. and received this good yeah. as well. Like, it's not just a case of me or you mm. like just being fans and just liking it enjoying it for what it is. Like it was not, it was appreciated by the audience, but it was appreciated by critics yeah. as well. And just in general, like it, and, and in fact, this past week, Disney plus released some numbers and it is the highest streamed, uh, Marvel show. That's amazing. Over 5 billion minutes streamed. Wow. Yeah. That's how much people have watched Loki. And then I think the next show was WandaVision, maybe? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was WandaVision. It was number two, but it was like, that was at like three billion something. So Loki's like ahead of the pack. Oh. I mean, there's a reason that they made a season two, I think.
1: Yeah. A
0: hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. The world loves Loki. The world loves Loki, you know? I mean, when we look back on Thor The Dark World, everyone really just can only bear that movie. A lot of people can only bear (laughs) that movie for Loki. Yeah. Because he really makes it, and Tom Hiddleston steals the show. Like, Mm. he has proven, you know, to us time and time again that he's just a character that, I don't know, for some reason we just love him, and he's just so popular for a, for a, an anti-hero for a hero for a villain to be so widely loved by so many different fans yeah and critics alike is just it's insane um so and it's only because of the fans that he's still alive yeah because speaking of Thor: the dark world if the test screenings had gone different loki would have died for real then he wouldn't have come back. No, because that scene in, in Thor The Dark World where he dies, that they were shooting that for real. Whoa. That was a real death scene. Wow. So the ending with him revealing himself to have usurped the throne from Odin, that was added on in reshoots. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. So it's because of the fans that that were came out of those test screens and were like, Why did you kill Loki? He's the most popular character. Are you kidding? <laughs> That's why. Well done fans. So hats off to the fans in those test screenings. Yes. Um, I owe you a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. How would you have reacted if that was the definitive I would have been very upset cuz I remember mm. being upset at the time. Cuz that well that was the movie that really that made me fall in love with Tom Hiddleston mm. and Loki as a character. Cuz I mean yeah obviously I enjoyed him in Thor and in Avengers I definitely took notice, but for some reason the dark world there was something about him that just struck me in a different way. Yeah. And um but yeah when that his death scene came around it was like I I was, yeah, I remember bawling. Like, not as badly as Infinity War, of course. Mm. But, yeah, I remember being very upset. So, if, yeah, if that had been the end, I would have been very sad. I would have gotten over it, but I would have been very sad. Mm. So, I'm very glad and grateful we got more. Yeah. And now we're sitting here talking about a TV show. I know. He got his own TV show. I mean, the fans were asking for years for a movie, but. Yeah, we got a show. Look, so
1: I think I prefer the TV show. I think we
0: won. Yeah, uh, <laughs> six hours of Loki. Yeah, exactly. We get more. We get to see more. We get more. We get more Tom Hiddleston. Exactly. Uh, in in an incredible performance, as you alluded to before, just that episode one of him dealing with, you know, the fact that he has been removed from the world he knew. He's not in that timeline anymore. And he's now having to come to terms with that, you know, and he might be about, he might be about to be blinked out of existence, essentially, you know, because you know, of the, whatever the TVA you're doing. Um, and yeah, and then in that first episode, he's really just completely growing and changing his character because, you know, he's starting this series as a villain still, because mm. he's just the events of the Avengers had just happened. Yep. Um, so, you know, he's coming into the show and, you know, to make, uh, to have that character who, you know, killed Phil Coulson, who was happy to let the Chitori slay half of New York city, you know, um, we can't, it's kind of hard to have that person be your, like start as that villain and be the hero of the story. Yeah sort of, or the pro- the protagonist so they, I think I like I, I really liked the fact that they kind of broke him down at the start and turned him into this anti-hero who then kind of became very much a hero by the yeah. time the show was done um, and just, yeah, seeing Tom Hiddleston perform that just him reacting to watching the future events of his life play out in front of him oh man i was in tears yeah i was in tears it was so powerful and so so moving to watch so um that was incredible um yeah but yeah and then yeah owen wilson as we said was just a joy um one of my favorite scenes still is when they go to um uh (laughs) pompey i love that (laughs) yeah mobius is like can you make bird noises and like he's like bird noises and he just starts running around and throwing things nothing matters like (laughs) existence is meaningless you know all this stuff that was really funny yeah um and yeah and him like explaining how yeah like (laughs) the fact that this Loki variant that they were trying to catch was hiding in Apocalypses because he was like reading about the death of Asgard and how there was no like you know variant energy detected or whatever it was, and that and then I love when he goes back to Mobius and he's so excited he's trying to explain it and then um, he's talking about the, the demise of Asgard and then Mobius is like, yeah, I'm I'm really sorry you, you lost your your people and then he was like. Yes, very sad. Anyway, so this. <laughs> and I just, I just it's just so funny. Um yeah, like like we said too, Tom Middleston looked like he's having the time of his life. Yeah. Um, it was just a joy to watch. Um like especially yeah, the episode five with all the variants is just a classic. My, probably my second favourite episode of the series. Um, I really enjoyed that. And Richard E. Grant in particular. Oh, he as, was so good. As classic Loki. <laughs> Ooh, my gosh. What what a performer. Um, yeah, hats off to him. Yes. I, I hope they find a way to bring him back somehow. I don't think that'll happen, but I'd love to see nice it. Nice little cameo, maybe. Yeah, it would be nice. Mm. It would be nice. But my favourite episode, and uh, besides... Loki, favourite character, has to be Sylvie. Yes. The introduction of this, shall I say, quite controversial character.
2: Mm. Because
0: a lot of people didn't want the two of them to develop a romantic relationship Mm. because of the questions of incest it raised. Right. Yes. Now, I don't believe it's incest. One, this is this is sci-fi two it's fiction and three if you're gonna call it assessed of any kind it would be self cest, but i don't see that as incest because it's not possible like it's not actually scientifically possible for that to happen mm. so therefore i don't think it's like it i don't think it's immoral whatever that because i feel like i don't think the mcu i don't think kevin feige would have put his stamp on it <laughs> if they were doing Game of Thrones level, yeah, yeah. level incest stuff, you know, no incestoros here. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I can understand why a lot of fans had problems with that. Mm. Um, and I hate that that kind of overshadowed just, I feel like the message and the metaphor and the meaning behind what they were trying to do with yeah. Loki's story by, you know, him, you know, we really learnt that he really just, he didn't love himself. He didn't feel worthy of, of love. He was always the outcast, the outsider, the adopted frost giant, you know, um, very much on the outskirts. And yeah. So for him to kind of, you know, find the person he finds is a different version of himself is great for two reasons. One, because, you know, self love is a, an appropriate metaphor for him yes he deserves love um and the two of them together were very beautiful and i can't wait to see how they explore that Mm. next season but the other thing and this is the thing that annoyed me the most where people miss the point is (laughs) the fact that it's loki he's so arrogant of course he would fall for himself
1: Yes. Like,
0: come on. It's hilarious at the same time. Yeah, it like really it's, is. <laughs> it's very poignant and very funny. Um, so I loved that dynamic that they explored. Uh, and then, of course, my favorite episode was Lamentus, Episode 3, the shortest episode of the six-episode first season. But, um, yeah, but it, it was just the two of them, and they were on the run from the TVA, trying not to kill each other, trying to get off this moon that was about to implode essentially um yeah and it was awesome and it also gave us confirmation canonically that loki is bisexual
2: yeah
0: and i know it probably isn't the same as what you were saying before about egyptian superheroes middle eastern superheroes representation but to have for me as a bisexual woman to have a character a main character in a tv show say that they're they're bi you know and something like the MCU yeah that was fucking cool so believe me i got on my high horse when people on social media were fucking saying it's bullshit and it wasn't appropriate representation or because they didn't show him him and Mobius didn't hook up or whatever and I'm like you know or oh, and he's not bisexual because he ended up with Sylvie i'm like that's not you understand what bisexuality is? (laughs) It's it's, it's two, two. Bi means two, two things. Yes. So he can love men and women. Okay. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, but that meant a lot to me. That was really fucking cool. And because it's canonically in, in comics as well, like he's a queer character. So that was just super cool. Um, I fucking loved <laughs> everything about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so on that note, I think I might just finish by saying the show was incredible. It exceeded my expectations. Um, and it was one of the best things to come out of 2021. Um, and it's by far my favorite thing to come out of phase four. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't see how it will how Black Panther, Wakanda forever will beat that. But, you know, we're a couple of weeks away from that now. So we'll see. But it's t- as far as TV shows go, number one, hey. Loki. <laughs> there it is, folks. There it is. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for bearing with us. It's a very long episode, um, but a very good episode. It really was. It was I nice. I enjoyed this discussion. Yeah, I'm glad you did. <laughs> it was good to kind of revisit and discuss these shows that we've enjoyed over the last two years and and uh, reflect and, yeah.
1: Yes, and we can't wait
0: for more. Yeah. In the next in the next phase. In the next phase. Yes, phase five, as I said, starts next year. February, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and then the first TV series of phase five is Secret Invasion. Yeah. So it's going to be a good... 2023. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Loki season two will be out next year as well. So hopefully we get some news on Moon Knight season two at some point. Hopefully. hopefully. Fingers crossed. We yeah. will. We will see. We will see. But until then, let's look at the immediate future, yeah Yes. What's happening in your November? My November right at this particular
1: moment consists of going to see Hamilton Yes. So I'll be seeing Hamilton mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks. Um, we have um, Black Panther. Yeah, watch. we
0: do. Black Panther.
1: That's coming out as well. That is coming. Um, I've got a uh, a little women's mini hockey tournament coming up as well. Oh, that's cool. Um, which is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are known, the team that I'm in is known as the Melbourne Furies. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Harkening back to some uh, comics, some Marvel-related um, lady villains, ah, oh, essentially very cool. The the Furies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of cool that we went with that.
0: Yes, I like that yeah. a lot. It's very cool. I forgot
1: which one I chose, but you will find out when I get my jersey, please, because <laughs> it's going to be written on the back of my jersey. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So um, got some lots of hockey happening next month. Great. Um, and yeah, I think that's yeah, that's pretty much it. And you know, anything else that comes up, I will let you know when we come back for the next episode. Yes. Of course. Yes. What about yourself, Kendall?
0: Well, for me, yeah, Black Panther Wakanda Forever mm-hmm. uh, is two weeks away now at the time of recording. Yep. So, um, very excited for that. I'm going to try and remind myself not to wear makeup that day. <laughs> I will cry it all off. <laughs> I am very sure about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I can't wait to watch that movie. It looks amazing. Yeah um oh boy um also coming out in november marvel related the guardians of the galaxy christmas special yeah is coming out on um black friday actually Ooh yeah so that's going to be good to watch after and unwind after the the busiest day of the year for us at work yes i agree yeah Uh, but yeah, that's coming out November 25th. So I, they just literally dropped a trailer for it today. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, apart from that, you know, now that my Sundays are free, who knows what I'll be doing. Yes. Right. (laughs) No more rehearsals. So, (laughs) um, I know I have plans at some point to go to a comedy show, um, that was, you know, a regular thing that was happening on Sundays that I couldn't attend. Um, so I might be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, f- yeah. Apart from that, I can't really think of what else that's coming. You know. Um, yeah. November is uncharted waters. Yes. Good times ahead, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> we will come back and let you know if anything
0: changes. We will. <laughs> we will have the full November report. Yes. Um, stay tuned. Watch this. Watch this space. Stay, stay subscribed. Directly. Um, get subscribed if you want to catch up with us. In, yeah, in uh, in November. But until then. That's a wrap on (laughs) this monthly. (laughs) Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content.
1: If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Yeah,
0: and if you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head on over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you'd like to watch us live
1: when we do our live recordings of a podcast called Fred, uh, make sure to subscribe yes. to the YouTube channel, hit the bell icon. So yes. you can be notified of when we do go live. Uh-huh. Not to mention that if you are over on Twitch, you can go to twitch.tv forward slash Fred Twitch, where we go live every week with a podcast called Fred. Hell yeah. So make sure to follow us over there as well.
0: Please do please do we'd appreciate it very much yes alright that was a full year that was a kid and, and you, you just experienced, experienced the monthly winter winter friends, friends. Whoop, whoop, whoo. thanks for listening thank you let us
1: know your rankings of the MCU shows from phase four
0: yes tell us if you agree or if we were right or at least give us your top three give us your top three We would love to hear from you. Tweet us, slide into our DMs. Yes, get on it. Definitely. Please. (laughs) Start the discussion. Oh yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. See you next month. See you next month. Bye -bye
1: now. Bye. Bye. Bye.